When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Thursday, episode 904 of Coach Unplugged. Today, we're going to pull the curtain back and we're going to have a one-on-one call with one of our teachups.com members. I love doing this a couple times a week, just so you can kind of see what you're missing out if you don't come over and join our community of like-minded coaches. Trust me, you're not going to find another community with a coach like me who's experienced everything that you have. I've won at the highest level. I've coached professional basketball players. I know what you're going through. I can help you. But not only me, the resources, the other coaches in the community can help you become a better basketball coach. And we always tell our kids, work on their craft, work on yours. Come over and check us out, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Also, go over and check out Dr. Dish, the the number one shoe machine on the market, in my opinion. Innovative, easy to use. It will get the shots up that you need to become a better basketball shooter. And it will help your team score those threes. Anyway, let's head off to the podcast. I mean, I... Hopefully we're moving along as as scheduled, but we'll see. Yeah, and the thing is, they might delay. You know, that's what that's my hope is they just delay. They maybe push it back to the spring. I'm 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 statistically optimistic about the spring. So um, yeah, I think I think they'll get it in. They'll get it at some point. But anyway, that de- that does mean that you're very available, right? I'm gonna be the- more available. I'm gonna be more available. I put all my <laughs> Christmas lights up yesterday, actually. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I have three questions. Um, yep. My first one is um, when we're on offense and um, we get what my guys get trapped. I mean, you're talking about coming to the lanes, my offensive guys. Yep. So which way are you going on that one? I'm going this way. I'm sorry. Okay. Yep. So would it make sense? Because I'm a little concerned, like, okay, one person's back. The other three go to go to the ball. Would it make sense just to send all four guys every single time? To the ball, or is that too jammed up? No, that's okay. As long as there, as long as there's enough of space behind them, I always like somebody behind the ball. So I think that one that you have on the bottom there is a good idea. No, the one toward the the one. I, so they're getting trapped. Circle where they're getting trapped. Yep. 
So they're getting trapped. So they see the guy cutting behind. I was like somebody cutting behind the ball. Oh, behind. Yeah. Okay. And then the other three are on the right. You know, one's on the side, one's in the middle. Because um, they might let you go backwards, and then you can and then you can recut. And it's the recut that you, tends to be open more than the initial cut. Right. So I guess this is really more of, uh, let's say we're in the half court, and we're running our half court offense or whatever. Maybe they jump and trap someone. Uh, say right here so yep. my other guys are running our offense or whatever do you is the general rule is you just try to get three guys to come three lanes out? yep you'll be good in the three if they cut hard enough you'll be fine in those three so yeah. four is too many so really four, i think four doesn't leave enough it leaves it, it allows one defender to guard two and i don't think that's good so do you just tell your five just to go stay stay behind stay by the basket because okay. they're not that guy's not going to leave him or her yeah, yeah. Right. They're not. They're not. They're not going to leave them at that point. So you can just say, "Hey, my five, you go sit underneath the basket. And my other guys just come help." Them yeah. Out. So then the guys that are getting trapped always know there's going to be someone around the basket to look for. Right. Okay. So so that I make it a rule like you're gonna you're you know if you're not the one one of the three cutting up of that trap then you're finding the open area toward the basket. That way the trapper knows. Oh crud! Those three aren't open. I know at least you're throwing it toward the basket too is kind of the theory. Um, right. You're not throwing it the other direction. So at least you got, now you'll have four to, if they happen to steal it, you still got four defenders, you know, on that, on the other side of the ball. Okay. So not, you're nothing other than turning the ball over. Nothing bad's going to happen per se. Gotcha. So just cut to the ball at, at an angle. Ideally, if you can, but just come, come all the way to meet the ball. I got one guy underneath the ball. Okay, cool. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, so I had two other uh, questions. Uh, the first is, so we're a small team, so we, we don't play much inside game, but I still like to, you know, send it inside just to get a touch to have people so you can kick it back out. And you relocate, is, yeah. Yeah, but the problem is, is that every time we send it down, we really struggle with someone, the big guy just reaching over and tapping it and tipping it away. What should I be teaching the post guys as far as how so, to So actually- show me what you mean. They grab it like – so I'm a post. I'm a post guy here. Yep. I'm down here in the block trying to get the ball. Yep. The guy behind me seems to always tip it some way in, in a turnover. We have trouble getting it actually to the bounce pass. It always bounce, bounce pass. My college coach wouldn't let me make a a post pass unless it was a bounce pass. So if that's an issue, I'm surprised they don't get an over the back call on that. Um, if your guys are wide enough and low enough, well, maybe but, I'm not teaching them correctly. So so could you just tell me real quickly the Basically. Yeah, so you want them, you want them, you want them down, you want them, you want them wide. Okay, so I say one and a half uh, shoulder widths. So, you know, one shoulder width and then go a half of that. And then I say you want to bend down. You want to, so I'm in Wisconsin. I tell them you, you're bending down like you're going to the bathroom in the woods. Like so. you're not, because you, if you've ever done that, you want to bend so it doesn't like fall on you. So they, they get that because they're Wisconsin kids. But, um, yeah, so you want to be bent. You want to be low. You want to be as low as possible. You want to squat, basically. If you do squats in the weight room, that's another good thing. You want to squat. Okay. So if you're low and squatting and they come over, it's going to be a foul call. But if they're not doing that, then just say bounce pass and you should be good. Okay. So just yeah. low. And then do you, do you try, like, try to with the other hand, like if I'm the person? Right, wide. I like wide. I like wide. And then the thing is I like one hand higher than the other. So I like wide and I like one up. So I, 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 I tell them, you know, that's where you should be looking for that hand. 
Um, but a bounce pass, it's not as big a deal because they got to go down and get it. So, um, and those are harder to tip. Bounce passes seem to be harder to tip. They really yeah. do. So, so uh, low hand up for the ball out here. And then if we're having trouble, just send it, just bounce everything. Yep. Outside. Yep. Okay. All right, cool. Like uh, this. Yeah, nice and wide. Because if you do this and they, you want to look, the officials will call fouls on people that look like they're out of control. So if you're low and wide and have a nice base, you look like you're in control. And the person reaching over the back looks like they're out of control. And that's why they'll call a foul on them. Okay. And so you don't have the post guy release to come get it at all. He just stands his ground. No, I mean, I, he, it depends on how good my post is. I, I, I mean, you should always step toward the ball a little bit. Um, okay. a little bit. It, you don't have to quite as much on the bounce pass again. Um, okay. and, and it seems like the bounce pass, they, they have to go lower. And then that tends, especially as a foul, foul goes, it looks more like a foul too. And they try to come around the side there and tip. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's part of that is the pass, but part of it is the guy posting up. And if you're getting it tipped away, it means you're not going to get the ball either. You're being, you're being passive at that point. You don't want him to be passive in the post. So, so release a little bit to come, to come to a attack. Hey everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please subscribe and like, uh, leave those five star reviews. Those one star reviews you can, you can leave in your pocket, but go over to Apple and Spotify and wherever you leave reviews or wherever you listen and, and, and tell us what you're thinking. Um, go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better 14 day free trial. Um, the one stop shopping, the Netflix for basketball coaches. Um, and then also go over and check out our other podcasts, uh, teacher side gig and high school hoops. P part of the, I love saying this part of the coach market media conglomerate go over and check it out and let's head back to the podcast and that's a good that's a good small-sided game thing you can do that two on two in the post and tell the guy that's defending to be really physical you know um even almost to the point of fouling so it that helps them get used to that contact okay that's great yeah we never yeah. work on that i got you okay yeah 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 i like i mean it's a fine line but i like the physicality of that because they get used to it. Then in the game, it's not going to be that physical because the officials won't let that happen. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, so I have one last question. So we usually see box and one a, a few times every single season. Um, so here's my setup. I wanted to see. So the other team's running. Uh, so they're in a, the other team's in a box and one. How, so how aggressive is the box? Uh, we've seen it two ways. So I'll, I'll give you both ways. So I've seen it really aggressive where these two guys here are trying to jump and trap this guy here. Okay. Um, so let's say if we're probably not doing the right circles here, but um, sometimes I've seen where these two guys here are aggressive here. And then I try to have the other guy just cut behind them. If that happens with that. Right. I would even have the one guy cut in behind the one guy, the, the guy that they're boxing wanting. So let me, let me say what I am trying to do. You tell me how I should do it better. So what I usually do is have four set up here. The guy they're guarding boxing one, I'll put him right in the middle. Yep. And then I just have this. He can go either side. This guy screens. He tries to come out for a shot. If he's not open, this guy screens for a pick and roll. If he still doesn't score, then he just screens the outside of the zone for the rest of playing with the other guy. Yeah, I think you want him more active than just being inside. I think you start him on the outside and you have him cut a lot and screen away. So I think you so you do five out, 
have, have first of all have the guy that they're wanting bring the ball up. Okay, so that's the guy. Yep. Is, okay. Because all of a sudden now, what have you done? Is is so? Yep. That so put that guy at the top of the key that has the ball there. Yeah, that guy. Yep, he's right there. And then there's a defender on him, right? So there'd be a circle right. on him. Right. Okay. So all of a sudden now you're basically in man at this point, right? Because those two bottom guys got to take the two wing guys. The two top guys got to take the two wing guys. And the guy bringing it up is the one they're boxing and wanting. So all of a sudden you're like, they've all got to match up at that point or somebody's going to be open. You just pass it to them. Yes. I like the high post, like on the double. I like the guy that's being and one cutting. Is, are they, do they tend to be full denial or do they tend to be passive on the one guy? Like, are they not letting the one full guy deny, catch it? Full deny, try not to let him touch the ball at all when someone okay. gets hot. Um, and then the other four, usually this is not a super aggressive. I have had some teams where the box, these guys actually try to trap aggressively, but not usually. Okay. So, so, what, so what are you suggesting as far as have the guy they're guarding, which is my point guard, he's usually the guy that they yes. box. Okay. So he brings the ball up. Yep. And then what is he doing? I'd run your man offense. Just run our man offense, which is just our, our screen and roll, basically. I'd, screen, I'd do all that stuff because they're going to defend the other guy. And then I would have the guy that's in one in cutting a lot. You know, do you need him to score to win? I don't have to, but he is – I usually – I mean, they're our big part of our offense. So uh, substantially more. So that's why, that's why I think you could run your man offense until you get a good look. You could also run kind of some read and react where everyone's just cutting a lot because that zone is wide open in the middle. Like that zone is going to – a 2-2 two, two zone, it has a hard time defending movement. So you right. want lots of movement from side to side. You don't want it to be stationary at all. Like you so, want all, all five of those guys moving. So if my other guys can, sh can all shoot out here then, but, I, I mean, do you like the fact that this guy here just – screens outside the zone sure yep does screens but then after he screens he's got to do something he's got to roll he's got to go you got to make the defender that's guarding him work like if they're in denial he has you have to make him move um okay. so and you right. want and you also want to use the one guy for spacing like what would you what would happen if that one guy went and stood at half court now i'm not i'm just saying like hypothetically would they follow uh, him so you'd play four on four right that's easier than playing five on five. There's more space. Someone's going to be open. Now, it's just a matter of how much better is that number one player than your two, three, and four. If it's substantial, then you got some, then you got to maybe work to get him some shots. Yeah, I, I think I'd have trouble with him not scoring the whole game. So that's a, so our, our normal offense is, which I talked to you about, is just a, a ball screen offense. So he would actually pass here. Then he would go to this corner. These guys would run a pick and roll. So he's kind of out of the offense quite a bit, though our normal. Right, offense. but that would be okay because he'd be he'd be out, and then you'd be running a two man game against that top guy. They'd have to make a decision. I think that's a good thing. I think you might put a cutting offense in too, where it's just kind of like you pass and you cut to the basket. So that would get a lot of cuts through the through the paint. So as the point guard brings it up, he would cut through. Then the wing gets it and cuts it down, and then he cuts through. You just do continuous cutting. That will get a lot of movement against the zone and a lot of open areas in that pain area, I think. Okay. And so, it, but as far as that, if I'm running my, my offense, I could also, as an alternative, have this guy just screen, uh, pass whatever, screen the outside of the zone. 
Yep. And, and then he just does something else. He rolls. Or well, he yeah. Then what that guy's got to decide if he's going to come out and defend that guy, right? And if he does, then he can just slip because that there's going to be yes, yes. They're not because yeah, most they're, likely they're not it, the guy that's on him is not going to switch. No, he's not going to leave him. So you got to right. use but, that as an advantage. Yes. Uh, so he should be able to screen some, get some other guy open, and then once he gets him open, he needs to slip or cut or something. So you like that better than trying to have him start in the middle? I think the middle. It's too easy for those four guys to help on him in the middle. I think you want him outside screening and cutting. Okay. Yes. Right. You want cool. space. All right. That's super, that's super helpful because we always see that. So last thing I was just going to ask, and I just emailed you this, so you can just email back whenever you get a chance. I was just asking for some, um, some of the basic forms you'd like to have. Yes. I was going to look for those. I have to, yeah. um, I have to, I have to try to charge my school computer because we're on my school computer. So I will, I'll put that on my list to do tonight. I'll yeah. That's, yep. So awesome. Awesome. Thanks coach. Thanks. Have a good Sunday. Yep. See ya. See you too. Bye. Hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, like I say. Um, tell your friends. That would be a good thing. Yeah, sell it. share this on social media. And then also go over and check out teachweeps.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.